Hey, Smelly Bellies, guess what? This is a very special episode because I get to introduce you to my good friend, Colby. Now, Phil did not know that Colby was going to be on this episode. So, we started out the episode just normal, and then, surprise, there's Colby. Pretty great surprise. Phil loved it, and uh, we had a great conversation. We talked about some of our favorite memories about Colby, his life origins, and, uh... Basically, everybody should get to know Colby because he's one of a kind and we love him dearly. So enjoy the episode. Good man, how are you? I'm so good, just just good. so good. Serves you right. It looks good on you. It does. Well, this is episode 36. Can you believe it? I cannot believe that. Trienta Isais. Trienta Isais. Suna de mis numeros preferidos de todo mundo. It's one of my favorite numbers in the whole pa- world. Pantalones. It's actually one of my lucky numbers. The first time I won Kino when I was gambling. Yeah. Was one of the, that was one, one of the, the numbers. numbers was 36 or was one three and the two, other was six? Two, 20, 36, 44, and 80. Hit all five and won $1,600. That's crazy. The first time I played Kino, I played the lost numbers, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, and I lost and I didn't get any money at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know those numbers actually won the lottery and so many people had bet on them that everyone won like two bucks? Really? Yeah. I didn't like know that. Two. It was like three years ago. I miss Lost. I need to rewatch Lost. <sighs> I know. Have I told you about that podcast? You did. You did tell me about it. Have I told our, our belly buttons about it? I don't know. You might as well tell them about it anyway. I'll tell them about it for my favorite things. Okay, nice. Okay. All right. Well, let's, cool. let's bust into sodas here. Okay. Uh, do you care if I go first? You, I've just got a good old Dr. Pepper today. The I old unfortunately classic. don't have the, the same resources. So, okay. This is just how I roll. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go first. Ooh, gives me chills. It's a little slow today. Very cherry. It's a cheer wine. Kind of just tastes like cherry soda. It's pretty good. Hi, Colby. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Phil? <laughs> I'm so good. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> That's like his internet just made him sound just like Colby. <laughs> That's so strange. It's like we've already done cheer wine, Mike. This internet is amazing. But but Colby hasn't done cheer wine. How do you like it? How do you like it, Rob? To what do we owe this effing honor? Well, you mentioned mentioned me a few few episodes ago, so I thought I ought to join you. 
Well, I'm glad you did. It is good to have you here, sir. Isn't it? It's so good to have him here. So he's drinking a lovely Cheerwine, which is one of my all-time favorites, right? We know this. It's, it's proven. Cheerwine's a classic. It is a legend, as it says on the bottle. It does. It says legend 1917 right there. Yeah. So, well, should we introduce our guest real quick? I, I think we should. Do we, maybe we don't even need to, because let's face it, Colby's probably the only one that listens to us. <laughs> no, no, there's at least got two a, other got a people. So, Phil, we do, should do us the honors. Oh, what is there to say about the man who does it all? This man is not only an expert bow hunter, he's also an amazing hockey player. He has got one of the finest beards I have ever seen in my life. He makes very freaking cute kids. Oh, yes. And he's my good friend. His name? Queso. Quesadilla. Also known as Robolish. I go by Robolish. I go by a few names. People know you. Colby, Colby's one of our longest friends. He died once and came back from the dead. There's the video. Yeah, now you know why the video wasn't working. I feel bad, Phil, because I shaved my beard. What? Well, not completely uh, off. Just, no, it's not. Yeah, it's still partially there, but uh, it's there. It is just, it is just good to see you two gentlemen in the same room. Isn't it? Yeah. It's nice to be in the same room. This took, this took months of coordination, Phil. <laughs> really? Like, so this was so long, belly buttons. Like, we have been planning this. And then, like, Phil just backs out and doesn't record when I'm already up here at Colby's house, just sitting here waiting to push record. I don't believe that. that How many? None of that's true at all. No, it's true. Our our wives planned it all. Yeah, so. This morning. Yeah, we literally (laughs) threw it together this morning, so it worked out great. I just wanted to make you feel really bad for a second, Phil, before I told you the truth. (laughs) Make me feel, it doesn't make me feel bad because I've never canceled on you. No, you did. Last week. <laughs> I know, I'm last week you did. You said I'm in, stuck in Santa Fe or something. No, we I was still, Albuquerque and I came back. Isn't, isn't that a song? We still did. Santa Fe. Sing it, guys. My dog's trying to bite my hand, of course. I don't know the, the words. Well, I'm going to bust into my soda because it's calling my name. So, Colby did a lovely cherry soda with the cheer wine. Classic. So I have decided to try the Johnny Ryan Cane Sugar Soda Ryan Delicious Black Cherry Cherise Noir Delicieux. Ooh. Soda Azucre de Cane. <laughs> cane sugar. Maybe cane sugar. Oh, it's got some bubbles. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, Colby, you need to practice here. Soda pouring well, skills there. I didn't hold it up to the mic. He didn't know. <laughs> also, I like those headphones, Colby. I know. I got them from this cool guy. He just gave them to me. What's the website? Oh. Earbudsnow.com? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> it's the earbud store. <laughs> well, they're nice headphones. I, I enjoy them. They're wicked. They are wicked. That's great. Literally, that's what it says on there. This is great. This is great. Just kidding. It's cherry. It's black cherry, and it actually tastes really good. It's not too sugary. Like, so uh, just a moment ago, I had a grape soda, and uh, it was a little too sugary. This one yeah. is very nice. People, go look up Johnny Ryan and his delicious sodas. 
and I would definitely recommend the black cherry or Cherries Noir. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Thank you. I, uh, I was at Whole Foods last week, um, and I got a free sandwich. And I also bought myself a Virgil's because they had one, and I Instagrammed. I insted my Virgil sodas, and I got down with the with the Instagram. Well, I got re-insted. That's by thing? Reed's by Reed's sodas. They retweeted me because re- re- my insted you. Well, I insted the, the Twitter, and then the tw- they retweeted my Insta. Hmm. Yeah. I see. Guys, this is I'm a just great done. soda. Sorry. So is mine. Yeah, I know. Well, okay. So you have to aerate it a little like so a fine you, wine. Phil, this is a great topic Gargoyle because you have, you have had a lot of famous interactions on the social medias. You've had some I have. great stories. Yeah. It's happened. It's totally happened. What? Like what? Give us, give us the brief rundown. Because we're okay. already ten minutes into this. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, eight minutes, <laughs> nine, nine minutes. I don't know. Who cares? Is. You're making it longer right now. <sighs> Colby, keep him on track. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really had that much. I mean, some cool stuff. Like it's fun being retweeted by like Pete Yorn and then retweeted by Jimmy World. The, one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me was I uh, drove out to. Wickenburg, Arizona, is 45 minutes from Phoenix because they were doing, Jimmy World was doing like a home tour throughout Arizona and it was sold out. And I was standing outside and I was like tweeting, I was like, hey, if anyone has cash, my name's Phil, I look like this. Or if anyone has tickets, I have cash and I look like this. And it was just this nasty like selfie. And uh, they, re- they saw it and then some guy came out and got me into their concert for free. So cool. Yeah, so I got into a Jimmy World concert for free. Um... I once tweeted something about Harvard, and Harvard retweeted me a couple times. Told me I should go by Philip instead of Phil. <laughs> and then um, they have a point. Well, they just feel like I'm in trouble if you call me Philip. I think you should go by Reginald. Instead. I think Reginald is a better name for sure. I completely agree. But after, um, after, after the whole debacle with the uh, improv episode, I don't know about Reginald. We've been talking about it tonight. <laughs> Jeez, that's awful. It's an awful episode. And Mike I, made me do it. Mike made me do I it. I told him. I told him tonight. I said, it was totally like Phil and I got done like having sex. And then, and then <laughs> after, we were just both kind of like laid there in the bed. And we're like, well. The awkward moments afterwards. Yeah. I guess, I guess we did it. And, and it's so, like, hey, I'll, so that's what this see is you about. See you later. I'll, I'll call you. Yeah. And, and you've never called. <laughs> oh, yeah. I never call. But I want to do another improv episode. Yeah, no, I don't ever. Come on. Maybe, maybe we had like a wider crowd. Like maybe we had Robolish there with us. Um, maybe some, some Carlton. I don't know. What if I was like a Mexican guy this time? A man from Mexico. I said it would be tremendously racist. Probably. Probably Your name's not Pablo. But I was racist in the British one and nobody cared. If you were British. Yeah, but I was racist towards them. You can't, you can't be, be racist, racist towards... Yeah. Sure you can. They're a race. No. Just as they're race... Not. They're just as much of a race as Mexicans. No. Yes. No. no. Explain this to me. How... How? What's the difference between an, an Englishman and a Mexican? There's a racial, racial difference in the sense that the Brit is Caucasian. Right. And that the, doesn't mean you the, can't be racist towards Caucasians. 
I think it's universally renowned within our circles that you can't be racist towards Caucasians. That's why there's a lot of problems in the race discussion. But I think it's less about because I disagree. The color I think of the skin it, and where they're you from. You call me a cracker. No, it's color of the skin. What if somebody calls you a yank? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're right. The, the, oh, let me go put on my jacket. The hanky panky Yankee. Cool. That could be your Thanks. character. You could be the hanky panky Yankee. I think this is awful. I don't think we should ever do this. Colby, please, t- please make him stop. Well, I'm, smelly I'm bellies. Kind of liking the idea. I'm just gonna have to do it by myself. <laughs> Colby, you're supposed to be on my side. I was on your side about the race thing and the British, <laughs> but about the hanky panky Yankee, that just sounds like too much fun. <laughs> it's gonna be my new superhero name. Yes, <laughs> hanky panky Yankee. Better than Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm excited. I'm excited to see Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. I don't know how he's going to fit into the whole universe. Well, what did you think when you found out about, you know, Guardians? Uh, I figured it's in space so I can give it more. Okay, whatever. Like, if Ant-Man was in space and they called it Little Space Man, I might be able to go with it. <laughs> little Space Man. Little, little Space Ant-Man. Yeah. Little space, Hold. little space speck. Hold me closer, tiny Ant Man. <laughs> All right. Well, this has gotten way off track. Who cares? It's just fun. I'm happy. I'm just happy we're doing this. Thank you for the brilliant surprise. I knew you'd you love it. You douchebags. Well, that's what we do. I knew, like right away, it was you, Colby. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" <laughs> I'm glad you could tell. I got a little bit of a cold. I think the cold probably gives you more of a pronounced Colby voice, though. Yeah, it makes me more manly. Yep, definitely. Since I don't have the beard this thick anymore, <laughs> I have to have the voice. Well, you're the most manly man I know. Well, you know, we were going to talk about favorite things. but Colby's my favorite thing. There's nothing else more favorite. There you go. Colby was just saying that's all he wanted to hear from you. No, it's not. He was literally saying that while we were eating an hour ago. I listened to all (laughs) all the episodes, hoping that one of these times I'm going to be the favorite thing. (laughs) Today's the day. You're my favorite thing. So let's talk about let's talk about the history of Colby. So Colby was born in 1985. He's nine days younger than in a log cabin, like 30 days in the high Uintas. And uh, it was a really blustery day. Very cold. There was, there was a blizzard during that time. There was six feet of snow on the ground. And was, in getting to the hospital, his mother, she had to burrow through the snow to get to the hospital. And that's my, favorite mic, my favorite mic is the mic who has not, is not on any of his ADHD medicine. And then he really gets into the creative writing. Let's keep going. It's the truth. This is she the burrowed, truth. burrowed she through the burrowed, snow. Burrowed through the snow. And somehow your wife believes this stuff when you make it up on the spot. And I never should, fall for we it. We should tell the fudge packer story sometime. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. so his mother, she's just burrowing frantically. And luckily, in the high Uintas, there's literally the house that Colby was conceived in, and next door's the hospital. So she burrows across the across the yard. And into the parking lot of the hospital, which was all plowed because they're on their game. Um, and, and Colby's dad was not. 
he hadn't shoveled the six feet of snow. You slack it. You slack it. But whatever. That's, that's, that's a, normal. <laughs> so, so she gave birth. And when they gave birth, they actually thought that Colby was a full-grown man when she pushed him out. They said, this man is five foot ten inches tall. And uh, you can hear the sounds. That, that you can feel it. Yeah, I can, it's like we're experiencing it we're right experiencing now. Experiencing it right now. The birth. So then uh, Colby was raised by his mother and father and his siblings that consisted of a pack of crows. A wild and pack of family dogs. Family dogs? I thought they were birds, like crows. No, it's a wild pack of family dogs. I can, I can hear that. <laughs> Modest, <laughs> Modest Mouse. I can hear the baby screams. Modest Mouse. Have you heard their new album? Yes, it's really good. <laughs> I love Modest Mouse. I really like their new album. Anyway, so that's as much as I know. Phil, why don't you tell us the rest? What about so the whole growing up part. He'll get there. <laughs> that's, that's the high school. And I only covered the birth. Phil covers oh, right. the the childhood. So Colby. The first drink put in Colby's bottle was a Pepsi. Oh. And it became, began, he became weaned through life off of Pepsi. He didn't have instead teeth. Of, instead they of mother's milk. They just rotted away. There was no mother's milk. <laughs> Pepsi was my mother's milk. <laughs> Straight from the teat. His first toy was a compound bow with a 55-pound draw, and he pulled it back the first time. And the first shot, shot I, through the bullseye and killed a deer walking in the background. But he was six. No, he was two. Oh, two. <laughs> we jumped. We jumped through his life pretty quick there. Sorry, those are forgotten years. We don't talk about those. <laughs> yeah. So the next, the next years. ten years, were just a complete blur. He doesn't even remember him because of all the drug use. <laughs> I was passed out most. Of and then he turns sixteen and he sobers up. <laughs> Yeah. And then we meet him in architecture. Yeah, okay, yeah. Brailsford's class. Brailsford. Brailsford's class. I was thinking class. about him the other day. I wonder what he's up to. I wonder if he's I still he alive. Yes. Oh. He had some form of cancer. Let's have a yeah, toast, I heard that. toast to Brails. Here, here. Here's the free torrented games on all the computers. Oh, here, here. And pornography. And no, that was not a thing. NES emulators. Mm. Yep. Here's the Brails telling me that I showed up more after I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I met Colby, and that's where I really met Mike, was that class. It was Brails' class. So Peyton and I would skip wrestling. It was off-season. We Instead of going to Liftways, we would just go hang out in Brailsford's architecture it class. It was really awkward, because they'd come in there... Lubed up, only wearing like tight spandex, like shorts, singlets, covered in lube, like oils, like baby KY. oils, and spinning, and spinning and, and they bottles. would just come in and sit down next to Colby and I, <laughs> and it was disgusting because they'd sit up and like the oil would like be stuck to the back of the chair, and there's like puddles of it on the ground. And they think that they're just enjoying their afternoon. But really, it was quite a disturbance. 
Well, I'm not going to say we didn't stink, because we probably did. Well, the, well, I remember the puddles more than anything. They're, I slipped puddles. on hundreds of them. Just your na- natural musk. Yeah. <laughs> your musk Ma oudoua. Ma de toilet. But that was that was good. That was uh, that was where the bonding of our friendship started, and then later it uh, it blossomed over Taco Bell every day with Zach Hawkins and Colby. Taco Bell. Yep, you weren't there. I never got invited to Taco Bell. That's because you were with ex girlfriends doing naughty things. Oh, terrible. So which Taco Bell? Like the 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 Walker Bell. Oh, Linden Hill. Phil, I haven't told you. There's a Taco Bell in Linden. Like a full-on Taco Bell. Where? Right at the the Linden Walmart. Right next to... Oh, I've uh, been there. I've been there. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I've been through that town. Like, I was just there in January, and I was there again in March. And you went to the Taco Bell? No, but I saw it. Oh. Well, it's pretty epic. Walker Bell or bust. being able to get my beefy cheese... And my and my seven layer burrito and my crunch wrap supreme anytime I want and my Baja Blast, grilled stuff burrito oh. nacho cheese chalupa perfect combo, no guac in the grilled stuff burrito. I, oh, I stopped eating Taco Bell when they got rid of the Mexi nuggets. Yeah, what's the Mexi point? Nuggets? They were like little tater tots. Why don't you go to Taco Time and get some gems? Because I just go to Taco Amigo if I'm ever going anywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so I got a question for you. If you guys had a choice between Taco Bell or Taco Time, which one would you choose? Taco Bell. Who the hell picks Taco Time? Neither. <laughs> what is Taco Time? I thought Taco Time was like. It's just like all deep fried, crunchy, nasty, Americanized Mexican food. Yeah, they're not so, rolling anything in that Taco Time. They're just unloading just frozen boxes, throwing them in a fryer, and throwing yeah. them out the window. Into your- that's, that's what they do with Taco Bell. No, Taco Bell, I've had different oh, stages of creation. It might not be made, well, the ingredients might not be made fresh, but it's all, all of the ingredients are compiled and squirted uh, by a human. I lost. <laughs> I lost. <laughs> I lost. We never I lost talked the about first... the I lost game. We need to talk about that. I lost just, uh, just this weekend for the first time in a long time. Ah. <sighs> My yeah. goodness, we've never told the belly buttons about this. This yeah. is turning out to be the best episode ever. Okay, let's go. I think Colby should explain the game. Do it. Right here, in the mic, nice and loud so we get it. So this game is probably the most annoying game in the world. It Mostly definitely is. Well, yeah, should, we, should we warn them first? Like if they don't want to play it for the rest of their lives, they should stop listening yeah. now? You should just turn it off and not listen to the rest of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because this game is the only unwinnable game you'll ever play. Oh, I hate it. I lost again. Um, so the point of the game is to try to not think of the game. The problem is that if you think of the game, you lose. So you never know if you're winning! Yeah. You so never you, know. So you can never say, oh, I'm winning at that game, because that means you just lost. And then you have to announce it to the whole world. And, yes, you have to audibly announce that you lost, so everybody around you can lose as well. Um, unfortunately, somehow, during the years that Mike and I lived together... Great years. 
<laughs> Some of the best of my entire life. The I Lost game became intertwined with... Uh, entendre? <laughs> dub- double entendre. Um, kind of anything sexual, basically. Yes. Or something that could be interpreted as being sexual. So anything, anytime you have a dirty thought, you lose. And unfortunately, we lose a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a rough life. Who? So do you remember who first introduced it to us? I think it was Brett. Was it Brett? Asshole. <laughs> I think Brett introduced us. I wonder how he found out. I need to ask him. Brett? He's not going to listen to this. Oh, Brett, I need to talk to you. Well, there you go, people. But anyways, there's a website. No, not Is anymore. Is it gone now? It's, it's gone. I haven't checked it in it a It wasn't while. worth paying for. Let me... Uh, let, but there, is, there are some websites. Let, let's pull it up here so we can just see for the bellies. For those button boys out there. Button girls, button boys. What about just butt girls and butt boys? The, the war boys. There is an urban There's, dictionary. And a, and a Wikipedia <laughs> entry. Oh, here it is. I lost the game.org or lose the game.net. And a bunch of Facebook groups. Yeah, you got screaming children everywhere. It's now, terrible. Uh, it, I would go to the Wikipedia, I will put a link in. In the notes. So yeah, check it out, people. You will lose the game for the rest of your life. It's gonna be terrible, and you're gonna hate us for it. Absolutely, absolutely terrible. So I, I seriously so lost tell, it. My... Did we tell you about it when you got home from your quest abroad? To, yeah, my, from the, my ecclesiastical to the, sojourn to the elusive Tuxen. Yep. That's when I found out about it, and it's cursed my life every day since. Every day? You just said the first time in a long time was this weekend. But it's still, I can't win the game. That's true. We all know how competitive Phil is. Well, you were winning until this weekend. Right, right, right. I'm sorry, my, my connection is really bad. I can barely hear you guys. Well, deal with it. How's this? Can you hear us now? Well, belly buttons. Who's there? Phil's probably speaking right now. I'm speaking over him. We just don't there know you. what's going to happen. There you are. I can hear oh, you now. He's back. Well, we, we were just telling them the story about your your uh, the growth, you know, that you have on the backside of your left ear. Yeah, I totally have one. That's like a real thing. Really? No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's like not. Like, you scratch it and it, like, bleeds. Gross. <laughs> and it never heals. Uh, is that a no, fart? No, that was not like growling. But she comes up and she just licks the growth on the back of my ear when it seeps, when it oozes. You really have this thing? <laughs> no. I really just barely made this up. <laughs> I don't have that thing. Okay. Hmm. I thought you were talking about my other little thing. Well, the anteater? Mm-hmm. We're not telling that story. The pet. We're not talking about that. 
your okay. your childhood friend. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh well, do we have anything else that we need to cover on this episode? I mean, this has I, been pretty have, awesome. Have we actually covered anything? We covered <laughs> their <laughs> life story. Oh, that's right. that's one so of the most Colby, Im- and the game. So then Colby, one day, I'm driving in a car with Colby and his beautiful wife Heather, and we see this field of little lambs, just just burrowing through the snow in a March April day. On our way to Manti for a wedding. And. Do I know whose wedding? Was I there? Yeah. There's a lot of orange and brown. Lots of orange and brown. And I was told to get the wrong brown shirt. Yeah, you guys all failed on the shirt. I was the only one that was prepared. Mushroom brown? I still remember. Not the right brown. Um, Chocolate brown. Anyway. So then. This is a field of baby lambs, and it's become part of the game. Yeah, somehow. I don't know the I story. I baby lambed is like a euphemism <laughs> baby for lamb. something else. I baby lambed lamb. for like an <laughs> orgasm? Yes. That's actually where Colby tried to talk me into becoming his brother-in-law. Oh. Yep. You failed. Unfortunately, it hasn't happened yet, but... It hasn't. But there's not still much hope. hope. There is hope. A new hope. No, I don't like that. She she, she texted me the other day. Well, here's the thing. How would you feel? She misses you, Phil. Oh. (laughs) How would you feel about Phil becoming your son-in-law? Because I've considered it. I'm not going to lie. Not sure how that would happen, but well, I'd be okay with that. It would probably, no, actually, it would probably okay take 18 years. Another, yeah, probably like 20. 16. I mean, you figure probably a couple years of persuasion. He's like, here's a 50-year-old man. A lot of drugs. Uh, <laughs> not going to happen. Well, I just, I just wanted to throw it out there as a as a talking point because I've That's considered it. And I've thought, you know, how great would that be? It's not going to happen because that's my godchild. These are my godchildren. But maybe. 15 years, Peyton hears this episode. (laughs) I hope she does. (laughs) Peyton, ah! (laughs) You're going to marry Phil. (laughs) Sucker! Not going to happen. She's never going to look at me the same. She's going to be like, Uncle Phil's creepy. year old man. Uncle Phil's creepy. I'm going to tell her that from like starting this day and every night before she goes to bed I'll be like, "Good night, honey. Someday you're going to marry Uncle Phil." And then you'll have then you'll have Nala. You'll oh, have Nala babies. So she so badly wants a cat named Nala. And we yeah. almost brought one home with us from our recent excursion to Idaho. No way. Almost a black cat, but Nikki, she couldn't pull the trigger. Don't do it. Well, basically what I would have. Be an outside cat. Which would then be just another. Another unspayed stray. and unneutered. Whatever, I would spay my cat. Sorry, guys, I couldn't hear you again. Well, how are we doing here, Phil? Do you, are we still having internet troubles? Yeah, I can. I, sorry, I'm cutting out over here. I'm assuming it's me. Um, it's you. It's because it's, it's because me. you're connected to your refrigerator Wi-Fi again. Well, how else am I gonna watch wrestling? <laughs> that's not original. That's a plot. Up, 
that's a, that's a plot point from Workaholics. I didn't make that up. Um, anyway, gents, it is a pleasure. It was a pleasant surprise. I'm very happy that I got to see you two together and experience Colby's voice in my face. I am grateful as well. Hopefully we can do it again next time actually cover some real material. Well, we just have to we have to have a movie to talk about. <laughs> or something like that. Like movies are great cuz like you can feel the whole time. I can easily come out there for a weekend, guys. Well, why don't why the hell have you? Guys, I can easily come out there for a weekend. It's like a 10-hour drive. Why haven't you come out? If you can just drop come out as a, as a drop of a hat. Why haven't you come out? Well, it's not. I, I work. I also work for like a gallery here, and I do like their marketing. And so, like, he was out of town, so I had to like open the gallery, so I couldn't leave. But we can do this from there. Well, we're just we're we're here waiting for you. So I want to come out for Strawberry Days before I go to Ecuador. That would be great. July, June, end of June, like middle, middle of June. Because I leave on the 25th, and it's like the week before that. And I leave on the 26th. And I stay here. <laughs> you can, you can of, carry the podcast have, while we're gone. Some of us have real jobs. Yeah. Can you, while, while, Colby! Will you, will you record every episode for the three weeks while we're gone? I would love to, except it's I gonna don't have, have to, any of this equipment. Well, you can borrow it. <laughs> and uh, it'll just have to be you by yourself. Yeah! Talking. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that smile on Colby's face right now. Well, here's, here's another hour with Colby Daycliffe. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about deep thoughts. Deep, As I wandered thoughts. through the woods near my house, I thought to my, me thought, me thinks, I, see, I saw an eagle. And what does an eagle represent? Freedom. Freedom! Reminded me of my birth. And the way that my mother burrowed through the six feet of snow <laughs> to get to the hospital. Yeah. I would pay good money to listen to um, an hour of deep thoughts with Colby every week. Just just rambles. Really? Like no like money? no planning. I'd, probably, I'd pay at least five I would, bucks. I'd do a five dollars a month subscription. How many episodes a month? Uh I'd be fine with one. Because it's an hour, and an hour is a that's a tough amount of time. Whatever, I think your guys' podcast should be eight hours. You guys there? I listen to it all day at work, but. <laughs> well, that's good of you. That is good of you. Well, I think that we have we're losing internet connectivity with with. Uh, where Mitchell. is he? Where does he live? Um, New Mexico. New Mexico. Yes, we're losing internet connectivity with New Mexico. Oh, wait. I think the aliens are. I think we got them back on the line. Oh, well, we're hearing that he cut it off. But you know what, belly buttons? This has been an awesome episode, and I'm so glad that we were able to introduce you to the almighty Colby. Because he's, he's a light in my life, and I don't know what I would do without him. So, until next time, belly buttons. Probably just live in the dark. Sign us off, Colby. Um, I don't know the sign off. What's the sign off? You make it up every time. Peace out, belly buttons.
Nice. That 